Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to the Brew Podcast. Brad Mel, Matt Blanchard and Matt Ellis. Uh, well, slightly later than we anticipated, but obviously games getting called off left, right and centre again, aren't they? I think the, our Boxing Day one was one of the few ones on in League Two, wasn't it? Uh, obviously, we know the Bristol Rovers game got called off. As we're recording this now, we were meant to be playing Northampton tomorrow. That's been called off. As it stands, the Carlisle game is on on New Year's Day. But, you know, whether that'll be on or not, who knows, really? I mean, and what are you making of it all at the minute? Yeah, I mean, it's disappointing because, I mean, for us at the moment, on the back of that win, um, I know it was, was going to be a very tough game against Northampton, given where they are in the table. Um, but I think, you know, on, on the back of that, confidence will be high and, and it'd be nice to kind of get another game in really quickly. But again, you know, you look at it and some of the players that are just coming back from injury, I'm, I'm thinking Bourne and a few others, um, who obviously played really well at Oldham. Um, it just gives them a little bit more time to recover. So I'm I'm not too bothered at the moment, but I think if we start to get maybe three, four games postponed in a row, I think that's when, you know, it, it could start to impact this momentum we're, we're slowly building. Um, but I, I don't know. It's The Bristol Rovers one frustrated me a little bit. And I know the EFL came out with, with the rules saying that if you've got you know, your 14 players, then you go ahead with the game. Um, but it's very difficult, isn't it, for... Um, for that to be proved either way. I know a lot of these clubs that are calling games off have got problems with injuries and suspensions. Um, and it just seems as though COVID has is maybe been used as a bit of an excuse. And then, you know, some of these clubs just to get games called off, um, you know, and played at a more suitable time. So I think, although there are those guidelines from the EFL and, and they put those out and they are quite clear, I still think there's there's definitely ways that clubs can get around that I mean there's no way to prove players are not injured um, for example um, and you know I think Bristol said they, they had what was it six or seven injured and then six or seven with COVID or something like that so very difficult to, to prove that either way and um, yeah I do think some clubs are probably taking advantage of it a little bit uh, but again you know it is a difficult situation obviously the the, um, the new variant you know that you, you can't lie with the stat but you know you can't argue with the stats sorry and um you know, obviously the, the transmission rate is high and things like that. So we, we have got to be very careful, but I do think some clubs are maybe using it to their advantage a little bit. Um, maybe just to get games played when they've got a few more players available, some of their best players available. Um, but for us, I think obviously the, the Northampton game, as I said, I think it's probably not not too bad. You know, it gives some of the players a little bit more time to recover. Because obviously, out of the two games, you know, you're looking at the Carlisle one, and and that's one that we re- we really got to win, and 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 kick on. So um, so yeah, it's it's frustrating, but I'm sure there'll be more postponed between now and the end of the season. Well, let's just go straight to the game then, because obviously that's going to be the bulk of this episode. Now, we were saying on the last one that the Boxing Day game against Oldham, it was, you know, a really, really important game. We had to win it. They were obviously at the time just one place above us in the league, uh, you know, fairly similar on points. You know, we had to win it and and we did win it. And I think it, it's it's been coming, hasn't it? We talked on the last one about 
saying that the fact that we've, we have seen this turnaround, it's been getting better and better. We've had a lot of draws, but we hadn't had that one win, you know, uh, and we needed it to kick on. We talked about that last time, um, but now we've got it. And, and we did it in a bit of, bit of style in a way. I mean, like, when was the last time we scored a three? Yeah, um, it was um, a hell of a result, wasn't it? And I, um, as, as I you know, kind of often browse through the Twitter on a match day, um, I think somebody put, um, it was shit or bust, really. And I think um, it's probably an apt way to describe kind of the, the gravity of the game. And I think that um, it was important that we that we got the, finally, finally got the three points, but the fact that we got it against Oldham and, and the fact that we've given ourselves now a little bit of breathing space to move out of the bottom two is, is, is massive and it'll be a, a huge kind of... <clears throat> psychological relief really for the players because I think um you know Hill obviously spoke at length about the kind of the, the losing mentality at the club um, when he came in and, and how he wanted to put that right and and wanted to basically just remind players you know how you're supposed to be winning games and things like that and it's taken a while to get there and we've we've, we've visibly seen on, on the pitch the very very gradual improvement in in fitness in in kind of teamwork and organization in, in style of play um and, and in you know the way we defend the way we go forward the way we don't really sit back anymore um and we obviously saw evidence of that against Oldham so I think that you know, finally we've got that win and it's, it's really, really important. And I think that, you know, we're, we're despite the fact that it's just three points, it, it's really turned kind of like the complexion of the league around really, because it looks a lot better for us now. We're not in the relegation zone. Um, you know, the game against Carlisle, assuming it goes ahead, you know, it's a really good opportunity to get another win and start building a little bit of momentum. And, you know, once you get another three points, you are starting to pull away a little bit from the relegation zone, um, which is something that we, you know, we did not look like we were going to do um, under Cox. So, you know, it's, it's 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 absolutely massive, and and you know, credit credit to the manager who's who's come in and he's he's just gone with the job. You know, he's taken absolutely no nonsense. He's told the players exactly what they need to do. He said, "You're not fit. You know, we need to sort this out, or you're going to go down." And the players, you know, they're looking fit. The in- injuries are starting to reduce now. Players are coming back who've got a bit more fitness, like Bun. You know, and that we're really going to need the kind of quality we know they they have that we haven't seen yet to, due to fitness issues and and things like that. But you know, it's. It's, I said on Twitter on Saturday, it's 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 almost kind of miraculous the turnaround because we were so far behind all the other clubs in the league in terms of quality, in terms of fitness, and things like that, and we looked to all intents and purposes dead and buried. And I think that you know that the turnaround is, despite the fact that yes, it's only three points at this point, and obviously the subsequent points we've picked up um, on the previous game since the, the managers come in, um, but I think that it's. You know, it's it's quite remarkable to be quite honest, um, and I think that you know, um, it, 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 this is wildly optimistic. But you know, assuming that we do that we do stay up, you know, what what better manager than um, Hill next season to kind of propel us a little bit further up the league? Um, and I'm, you know, that's obviously definitely not beyond him because of his, his you know stellar record at this level. Um, so you know, it's 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 such a massive massive win, and um, you know, credit to the manager. Well, like we say, we got three goals in that one. That's obviously in the second half. But let's let's just look at the first half briefly because I think it was very much a game of two halves in, in many ways, wasn't it? it? We did have chances in that first half. We did have them and, and we can sort of mention those and sort of see where we are. But, you know, not as strong as the second half, was it? No, it wasn't. Um, I think Hill sort of summarised the game really well afterwards. I think although we had chances, I don't know, we, we just wasn't quite at it in that first half. Um for whatever reason, I think we we allowed them too much of the ball, really. Um, and I think we've seen in recent weeks, Oldham, you know, they, they can score goals and they have got some decent attacking players. Uh, but I think at the other end, it was quite evident early on um, when we, we managed to put a few moves together um, that at the back, you know, we, we could really get at them. And I think 
although yeah it wasn't great in the first half I think Jarvis did okay in in patches you know he held a few up and I think um, if that one where he, he kind of just knocked it down for Bun, you know, if Bun had just put that in the inside of the post rather than just wide, I think um, you know we, we may have got on top a little bit earlier because I think um, you know they, that first goal was was probably if we'd have got it, I think their fans may have turned a little bit given what's happening down there at the moment. Obviously, it's, it's not good off the pitch there, and I think um, obviously they got they got the first goal. Um, I wouldn't say it was against the run of play. I think they they were kind of. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if they were in control of it. I think um, it was. It was a bit scrappy, really. And I think it was just that we weren't making the most of some of the opportunities, or and when we were getting it wide to Green, for example, who had a hell of a lot of space, and we just quite. We wasn't quite getting players up to support him and and someone for him to kind of aim at really in, in the box, which was disappointing. And um, but I think obviously all of that changed when when Loft came on. Um, so yeah, it was it was one of those. I think we could have easily scored a couple of goals in the first half, but again, um, yeah, we weren't quite at it. And I think Hill was probably right to be a little bit disappointed, um, given some of the other performances we've seen recently, where there's there's definitely been a vast improvement. Obviously, I'm, I'm thinking the Hartlepool one in particular, um, where again that day we, we carved out quite a few opportunities and, and maybe could have won it. So I think, as Matt said, it's been sort of a gradual improvement over the past few weeks and. Um, yeah, it was. It was kind of maybe just we took our time really to to get going. But I think once we did, we played some really good stuff. And um, yeah, that, that second half was probably the best we played this season. Well, let's let's just look at that goal briefly. Um, so we mentioned Green there, and, and he's he's playing in a bit of a different role, isn't he? We can come on to that in a second. Uh, he's sort of at that right back position. Certainly at that moment, uh, the, the player sort of takes him on. He gets the tackle in, but it's passed back out. And then it's 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 a bit of a strange one, really. It's I mean, what do you think, cross or a shot? I, I don't really know. But either way, it goes straight in that top corner, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, it, it was a good strike, wasn't it? I don't know if he if he meant it or not, but in the end, it's a it's a great goal. Um, and yeah, that that decision was one. You know, looking at it before the game, you maybe look at the team sheet and think mm, that's a, that's an interesting one. Um, but Hill's obviously seen something there. I think it more probably pace and, and thinking he can get at them attacking, um, you know, attacking their defence rather than um, the Green's defensive work. But I think actually he did okay overall. One thing you would say with that goal, maybe positionally, I don't know whether it was whether he got sucked in a little bit. I think he needed a bit more help out there um, for that one in particular. Um, I mean, the lad took it really well, but there was no one really within any within 10, 15 yards of him. And whether it was a cross or a shot, you know, we've got to get out there and, and try and close him down. And I think Rowe was another one there um, that, that maybe could have helped him out a little bit at that, at that moment. But um, overall, I thought Green had a decent game there, considering he's not really played there. I think I can remember maybe once or twice last season, he was asked to fill in um, at sort of, um, right wing back and he did okay but I think overall um, that, was, that was probably one of his best performances for us really um, I thought he, he didn't look out of place and he got forward quite well in the first half but obviously as, as we've said there wasn't much sort of outlet for him really I think um, you know, he needed a bit more help out there he needed someone to aim at and that, that maybe wasn't the case um, but I, I think it's promising you know we've obviously seen what Millen can do in the last few weeks. I think he's improved drastically from sort of the first couple of weeks. Um, we know that if if needed a, a push, Pew can play there. Um, and obviously Green has, has now shown as well that, okay, the the opposition weren't great, um, but he did okay. Um, so it's another option for Hill. And maybe you look at 
some of the other teams we've got coming up, you know, he might be looking at can Green kind of get at them with his pace, um, use some of that space on on the right or down the right hand side or, or their left hand side, and um, you know maybe create some chances because I think that's obviously what he likes to do, isn't it? Get the ball in the box and 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 try and create as many opportunities as possible. You know, we saw that when he was at Rochdale and, and various other teams. So I think that's that's probably thinking behind that one. But yeah, I think overall it, that that goal was disappointing. I think. Um, we maybe just switched off a little bit and, and yeah, you can understand it in a way if, if Green's not quite in the right position because he's, he's still learning that position. And I would say the same for, for Rowe as well, who's kind of doing that defensive midfield role and, and he's been thrown in there. He's maybe had two or three games and, and I think he's improving all the time. And I think they will improve even further in, in those positions given time and, and given games. And I think, think Hill's going to do that. So, um, yeah, I think uh, Green deserves a lot of credit for his performance. But yeah, that first goal was disappointing because, you know, it could have, in, in such a game, you know, it's a massive game, as, as Matt said. Sometimes the first goal is, you know, a, a key goal. Um, and it would have been nice if, if we could have got it. But obviously, um, in the end, we, we've managed to turn it around anyway. Um, and that that's another thing as well. We, we look at Hill, he's come in. We've come from behind in a couple of games. Um and, you know, we've said for a couple of years, haven't we, when we've gone behind, we've, we've never looked like coming back and even drawing games, um, never mind winning games. So it was really nice to kind of put that one to bed and actually come from behind and, and pick up the three points. I, I don't know the record. and I, I know um, I know Iron Stats has, has put that on there. And it was, it was too long, wasn't it? It was, it was something ridiculous um, since, we, since in a way win and since we've come from behind. And it was just important to, um, you know, for Hill to put that one to bed quite quickly and uh, I know it's taken a little while to get the win but I think we've definitely been improving gradually and, and I think it was deserved. Well that was the point I was going to come on to next actually I think we talked about improvement of the team and that happening gradually I think that the mentality has certainly improved hasn't it you, you say there you know it's been so long since we've come from behind um, you talked about Hill's post-match reaction already and you mentioned didn't he at half time you know he's, he's obviously had a bit of a go at them uh, and he's sort of he's changed it around a little bit and then obviously we see the results of that in the second half but I think if you think back even just you know a couple of months ago we go behind like that most fans are then thinking oh that's it you know we're not going to get back into it or and I think Matt I think you said this while we were sort of watching the game as well if we had got back into if we get one all like we do in this game then we'd maybe try and sit on that you know and inevitably either you know we, we probably don't see it out for the point uh, because you know they'll come on and, and take advantage of it. Yeah I, th- I think you're right we we would have sat um, certainly under Cox, he would have sat and tried to defend the point for, you know, most of the game, I suppose. Um, <clears throat> but really, I mean, you know, the, 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 we know from experience that that's going to get you absolutely nothing. You need to go out and get the next goal to kill the game off. It's as simple as that. Otherwise, you're not going to win the game. And, um, you know, just to go back to kind of the stats, I'm um, just having a quick look at um, Iron Stats's uh, Twitter feed now. So the, the two you were just alluding to, Matt, I think, um, so is the iron of one a game after conceding the first goal for the first time since November 2019, which is 57 games. And it's the first time the Iron have won an away game after conceding the first goal since August 2018, 50 away games, which is an unbelievable statistic, really, isn't it? Um, you know, considering how, how how regularly we go behind because the defence has been questionable. Um, for, you can see why we don't win games. <clears throat> um, but, you know, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Massive turnaround. And I think that the mentality has changed. And um, I think one of the kind of the sort of like overriding themes really is that we, we, we are now, you know, genuinely difficult to beat. 
Um, you know, even though we, we went down um, one nil, um, you know, in the first half, I still thought, you know, we, we might be all right. We, we, we've got the habit of getting back on level terms and getting something out of the game. And we, we don't really seem to, um, th- you know, throw away that many points um, under Keith. So, you know, I, th- I think that kind of that is, is just representative of that really. And it's, um, you know, it's, it's such a massive, it's, it's just, a, it's a, it's a culture shift, isn't it really? Um, from a kind of a, a sitting culture to defending a point to, to going out to, to kind of get the win after you've equalised and, and pushing forward at all times, you know, and, and, and things like that. And, I think, um, you know, Hill spoke so much about defending with the ball and defending without the ball. And I think that, you know, we've we've finally kind of starting to learn how to defend with the ball, which is something we never really did very well. Um, and you can obviously see the results on the pitch now. Well, let's look at how we get back into it. It's that goal, isn't it? It's, it's from here, Polite. You know, he's down the side. It's a great cross in. Loft, that sort of half volley, scissor kick type kick and you know it's deflected get a bit of fortune it goes in we can mention Loft but I mean let's start with Hippolyte he's obviously you know he gets a goal which we can chat about later on he's involved in this one I mean we, we said it last time but it is worth saying again isn't it I mean what a turnaround for him oh yeah miles better you know oh, how long have you been waiting <laughs> on that one I mean come on <laughs> no you are right and, and you know absolutely and, and, and you know a, a lot of kind of our fans have, 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 have recognised the fact that he's he's not the same player um, he's, he's just not Miles Hippolyte he's just some bloke who knows what he's doing on the football pitch whereas before he was um, we know he had a little bit of talent but he was um, you know his performances were kind of questionable at best but I think that kind of we've, we've we sort of found his, his most uh, productive position you know kind of in, in that hole you know around the kind of forward area where you know he's, he's going to create chances but he'll also you know be able to take chances and we've seen obviously he did that against Oldham um, and, and he, he seems to be able to read the game really well and, and when he turns kind of just back on a break or something like that he'll turn and he'll, he'll, he'll he'll know the right pass to make behind sort of like behind the lines or out to the wing, you know, he just kind of strokes it with his left foot and it's, it's always really well weighted and things like that. So, um, you know, he's, he's, he's in that role now and he's doing that really important job of breaking up um, kind of opposition formations and things like that with, as kind of that type of player that we've not had in a long time, really. And in, in, despite the fact that obviously he's been, been at the club for a while, a couple of seasons, um, you know, so um, it's just, it's, it's, it's really good because obviously, you know, um, Hill's identified him as, you know, he's not really working for him on the left wing. What else can I do with this guy? You know, he's obviously kind of, you know, seen his kind of the qualities he, he brings that he's maybe not really been kind of exploited because he's been sort of pushed out to the left wing, which we all thought it was a left wing, you know, when he came in. Um, but clearly he's, he's, he's obviously more, um, sorry, more useful in the central position. Um and it's it's really good to see, you know, and I think that you know it's it's been remarkable. And I'm sure, I'm sure it was Hippolyte that um I don't know if it was you, Matt, you messaged me and you just said apparently um at half time, um like Hill shouted down the the tunnel to Miles and said, just shite, mate, or something like that. Do you know what I mean? So obviously he's um really, really turned him around, um, you know, by whichever method is has been necessary, really. And um, you know, it's it's been remarkable, really. And he's he's our by far our best player at the minute. That wasn't at the yeah, old game, that was before, wasn't it? <laughs> No, 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 yeah, that, that was that, yeah. that was. I think that was probably like, first right at the start. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> I think you're right. I think he's he's definitely probably our most consistent player at the moment as well. He's he's doing it week in week out, um, and as you say, he's, he's definitely he's picking the right pass now. You know, he's 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 plays quite intelligent and he's weighing in with a few goals, which is great. Obviously, um, he didn't really do that last season. Um, one thing I do think I, I did see someone pick up on this on on Twitter, and I think it is fair to say, and I, th- I think I had said last time uh, that he has had a, a better season on the whole. Anyway, you know when 
even under Cox, he was playing quite well earlier on in the season. He had a few decent games and, and he was looking much better. Um, and I know Cox maybe did play him in that sort of central role a couple of times as well towards the end of, of his sort of spelling charge. Um, so, yeah, you know, you could probably say, yeah, maybe maybe Cox did identify that. But what I would say, under Hill, he just seems to have maybe shifted up a couple of gears. Um, you know, he, he was having a decent season anyway, but now, you know, he's one of the first players or probably one of the, the first player on the team sheet at the moment, just because he's offering so much. Um, Attacking-wise, you know, he's, he's, he's yeah, he's, he's just just really clever player. And, um, you know, the, as you say, the, the turnaround is remarkable because... You know, I think I'll admit it, and, and there's a lot of other fans that um, would have quite happily seen the back of him in the summer on on the last season's performances because they, they just weren't good enough. Um, so he deserves a lot of credit for that, and I think you know to to an extent Cox for for maybe trying him in that central role. Um, but Hill, you know, whatever he's done, I don't, I don't know what he's done. He's obviously, um, you know, they've obviously got a decent relationship. I think Hippolyte said that he he really likes the training and. And things like that, even though it is difficult, nothing, whatever's gone on behind the scenes, you know, he's working really well. Um, And hopefully he can keep it up because, um, yeah, as you say, Brad, he he is a key part of this team now and he's delivering on a weekly basis. So, um, you know, credit to him for that and and hopefully uh, that can continue. Well, let's just look at Loft, I think, because obviously he gets that goal, he'll get another one later on as well. We talk about not sitting on the, not sitting on the, the point, you know, going for it not long after that equaliser, you know, he hits the bar as well, doesn't he? Um, I mean, there's, there's been question marks over him, hasn't there, certainly, and, and remains to be seen what happens in January with him. Um, but, you know, he's certainly put in the performance yesterday. I think he was in Team of the Week as well, I think. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's so difficult, isn't it? Because, you know, there's loads of factors that, you know, will we keep him in January or not? I don't know. I mean, um I think it comes down to whether the club could make any money, whether the player wants to go. Um, you know, we, we've seen clubs keep players in the past and and then that player, I'm not saying the down tools, but, you know, for whatever reason, the form goes out the window. I mean, you can look at um, Harry Kane, can't you, really? I mean, he's only just picked up now uh, for Tottenham um, when he didn't get his move to City in the summer. Um, you know, he's been poor for three or four months and then, you know, all of a sudden he starts scoring again. But, his form definitely dipped. And I think there's a lot of things that the club needs to take into account um, as we head into January. Uh, but what I will say is if he plays like that, then, you know, he's he's going to be a key part of this squad and, and key part of the team really moving forward. Because, you know, we, we've said it many times that when he gets his act together, when he plays well, he's, he, he's literally unplayable. And I think we saw that on, Saturday, on Boxing Day. Um, you know, Oldham were really struggling to to kind of contain him and, and couldn't and um, it was a brilliant performance and we've not seen that enough really have we from him I think we've seen it in, in spells I think last season we did um, but on a consistent basis I know we had a decent run maybe four or five games last season um, which actually were, were probably the games that kept us up um, we've not really seen it um, on a consistent basis but we know he's got it in his locker so it's there's, there's so many things the club need to kind of weigh up on that one but I think ultimately it's going to come down to Loft as well and, and whether he wants to stay and, and if there is interest in him, um, whether he wants to go and whether it's a higher level or, or who knows. Um, but yeah, it's a very difficult situation. But I mean, if he's in that form, um, I mean, how can you let a player like that go if if he's scoring goals and, and looking good and, and looking hungry, which he, de- he definitely did at the weekend? 
Well, we can come back to Loft a little bit later on because I know we've certainly got a few questions about him and, and January, so we'll, we'll come back to that. Uh, I think let's just do this these next two goals together because I think they're, they're very similar and then we'll touch on a few players before we do move on to the questions. Uh, the second one, of course, you know, Rowe passed to Loft, nice ball through to Hippolyte and then he sort of puts it away quite nicely under the keeper's legs. Uh, the third one, again, I think Bunce starts it and he's a player I do want to come on to because, you know, they have every chance to just kick that ball back up, don't they? But he, he stays on him, he gets it back. Uh, and then Hackney, again, another player to, to talk to, through to Loft, and then he puts it away. And I think both instances are example of, you know, that a lot of managers come in, don't they? And they say they want to play like attacking football. They want to have a, you know, a positive style of play. I think this time we are sort of seeing it. You know, we've, we've seen in previous games how Keith Hill's tried to have his play. You know, it does seem to be a little bit more football, doesn't it? And it, it does seem like we're tempting some nice stuff. You said that earlier on, Matt, that you think it's that second half the best we've been all season. Yeah, I think so. I mean, not just the goals. You look at there was there was the one where Loft hit the bar. Um, you know that that move there really. I'm, I'm trying to think back, and and the, the one I've got in my head is the um, Kev's goal at Grimsby. You know, that's the only time I can I can think of that sort of incisive one touch football where we where we actually just carve teams open, um, and we did it three or four times in that second half, and it was it was really good to see. Um, I think Hackney, you know. Um, looking good you know he's, he's he's back in the team he had that little spell on the sidelines but um you know he's always looking to get forward and, and play an intelligent pass and I think he was kind of key in that um, second half uh, as you said Bourne as well uh, if we can keep him fit you know he, he is fantastic I think he, he's a class act and you can tell he's done it at a higher level but again there's question marks over his fitness um if you can keep him fit, then then you know we, we've got a real player there who can create and, and make things happen. But yeah, as you say, the goals. I mean, yeah, it was it was easy, really. You know, you, we're not Hills probably saying you know look three passes and and it's in the back of the net. And and I know the standard of the opposition is isn't brilliant, but you know some of that that football we played, yeah, great. And and I think the other thing, I think it's um, I don't know if it's the second or third. I think it's a third goal. Yeah, it's a third goal. Um, you know, Bun wins the ball back, and whether it's a foul or not, I don't know. Some refs would have probably given it as a foul, um, but there's that desire really to win the ball back and and press high and try and kind of make the opposition or force the opposition into mistakes. And he obviously wins that ball back, and and Loft finishes it off from uh, the ball from Hackney. And um, yeah, it was at times in that second half really um, when we got going, it was it was sort of relentless. Um, pressure and um you know when you put teams under pressure like that and and you, you carve out chances like that um you are going to get get the chances and and hopefully you know we that's we look quite clinical in that second half i know obviously Pugh put one wide loft some lucky with the one that's that's hit the bar but actually we've created some good chances and, and we've finished them and i think that's something we've maybe questioned um in recent weeks and, and definitely this season, if we do create the chances, if there's someone to put them away. But I think now we're seeing that, you know, we can put the chances away and, you know, the more we create, the more chance we're going to score. And, and I think we saw a lot of chances created at Oldham and, and thankfully we've taken them and obviously got the win. But yeah, it was, it was a joy to watch at times actually. And I think, um, you know, hopefully we can continue that. And hopefully it's it's not just because we were playing Oldham who, who aren't great. Um, hopefully we can replicate that against some of the other teams. But there's no reason why we can, you know. Um, I think I think um, everything's looking a bit more positive. And I think with a little bit more confidence as well, you know, some of these players are, are really turning it on and, 
I think Hackney's one of those as well. I think uh, we'll come on to him, but he was great in that second half. And um, yeah, we, we created a lot. And uh, yeah, I think it was a really good second half performance. Yeah, I think that it's, it's kind of worth noting about Loft's second goal and obviously Hippolyte's first goal, his goal even. Um, I'll get there in the end. Um, it's just the kind of the whole whole round decision making from the team, um, making the right passes at the right times and kind of something that we have struggled with um, under kind of maybe previous, I don't know, maybe two or three managers really, um, knowing when to pass, when knowing when to kind of slip the striker in um, or something like that. And it's it's kind of having that little bit of confidence and and kind of, understand and have the intelligence and know when to make the correct pass. And I think that um, Hill said when he came in um, that obviously he was making the training a lot more intense. He would think he was trying to replicate the kind of conditions in the game, if that makes sense from the training pitch. Um, so the players had more experience and more time and more kind of clarity to make the decisions under pressure, which obviously is not something that you normally practice um, in, in, um, you know, in train in everyday training, and I think that the fact that they've obviously been through that process and they've kind of you know gained a little bit more resilience and and kind of I don't know maybe a little bit more confidence as well for you know to kind of you know to make the right decisions on the pitch on on, on the match day you know um, and that's starting to come through now and I think yes we are still seeing some mistakes um, however we've seen a lot kind of less mistakes um, since since Hills come in. Um, you know, and obviously start a new training regime and everything like that. So, um, you know, a couple of things to watch out really is, is kind of that final pass that we always kind of made a mess of really, if you like, whereas now we're starting to get it right. I mean, yes, we should be scoring more goals and we should be doing better, but, you know, it's, of course, it's a process, isn't it? And I think that, you know, that this the, the volume of mistakes seems to have gone down as well. So it's kind of two things you can kind of take from that and, and you know, seemingly directly from the way we're training now under under the new manager and, and something that he was very explicit about when he spoke to Humberside kind of early on um, when he joined the club um, about the way we kind of train, the way he wants us to train. So, um, you know, it's, it's really interesting to kind of pick up on that and, and see how we're improving the pitch, um, you know, under kind of the way that, you know, um, Keith wants us to train so that's, that's kind of interesting as well um, and you know you know, once the confidence grows as you said Matt and I think that some of these players who've kind of really been like maybe lacking confidence are putting like kind of like luster performances you know as you said they might turn it on a little bit more we'll, we'll get you know the kind of slick passing football that we've seen now um, consistently I'd like to say really under underhill you know hopefully that will continue and, and we'll start to um, you know be a little bit more aggressive with teams and, and, and kind of you know score a few more goals and, and you know um, I really can't see why that wouldn't be the case. Let's turn to some of those players then. Um, let's start with Hackney, I think, because uh, I think he's another one that's really come on since Hill's been here. I mean, he, he came in. Was it? Was it? Who did he come in with? Was it? Was it Wood? I want to say maybe. I mean, where's he? Uh, and he was one first couple of games, not really thinking much of him. To be perfectly honest, I don't think you know he was he was really showing much. And then last couple of weeks, he's grown into it, and as you, you know, certainly involved in that goal yesterday wasn't he so I think of, of all the lone players possibly Scrimshaw aside he's he's certainly one that I'd want to keep yeah I'd agree with that I think um, he's had some really good games actually I think obviously when he came in it, it was difficult and I think probably the fact that, that Cox had taken Pew out of the, the team because obviously Pew was on that decent little run and, and he'd taken Pew out of the team I think that may be skewed our uh, everyone's judgment really on him and I think we were maybe quick to probably say he's not good enough he's he's not you know not up to the level because he'd not really had a chance in the team I don't think that was his fault you know I think 
it was obviously Pew was doing well. He'd been taken out, and and I think fans were just questioning the decision, and and probably rightly. And I think now we've seen that that the two can play in the same side, and and it works quite well together. Um, but I think yeah, he's he's definitely um, come on, um, and I think he's he's enjoying it now, isn't he? I think quite a few. Um, recent games he's he's obviously creating chances he's, he's looking sharp and the one thing I like is when he gets the ball his, his first thought is to kind of travel with it and, and try and make things happen and I think um, he has been doing that hasn't he I think he's um, he's creating quite a lot of chances and um, I, I did see a, a, another start I think it was Iron Starts it was Iron Starts um, and he'd, he'd completed seven key passes which was the most by any player this season in, in the Oldham game so you can see he's you know he's, he's getting on the ball he's I think he's a lot more confident you know he's trying things that maybe he wouldn't have done when he when he's first coming on loan um, and he's been given that freedom I think a little bit by Hill to kind of go out and, and express himself and, and try things and I think he's you know he's um, he's creating chances again I think he gets another assist um, so yeah I think um, overall he's, he's come on really well and I think he's one I'd definitely keep you know you look at the loans um, and I think you know Hill's going to look at the loans and, and look at probably cutting some of those short I would have thought because obviously we've, we've got a limited <clears throat> amount of resources in January to do anything um, as you say Wood you know he's definitely one you look at and um, he's likely to go back I think if, if that's possible Um Bilson again, probably another one that that could go if if that's possible. Um, but I think with with Hackney, I would I would definitely keep him. I think he's improving game by game, and I think he does offer quite a lot. You know, he's set pieces, uh, corners, things like that. I think he he's got good quality from those. So um, so yeah, he's, he's definitely one I'd keep. But we'll have to see about the others because uh, yeah, I think there's definitely going to need there's going to be some movement in in some of those loanies. I would have thought in January. Let's just talk about Bun briefly. I know you've already mentioned him, but he was another one, wasn't he? We were sort of quite excited by him when he came in, didn't we? And so those early appearances, we liked what we saw. And then obviously he's not been in. There's the injury. You know, he's not been in the team for a long time. He comes back with us being sort of this close to January because we don't know what's what's going on. You've mentioned the importance of keeping him fit. You know, if he does stay fit, he almost could be like a new signing for us really in January, couldn't he? Because I think you could see from yesterday what he can bring to the team. Yeah, I think so, and it's it's kind of an, another example, really, of, of the the kind of new, new training regimen um, really helping kind of players who have, have suffered with fitness. Um, you know, when they've come in, we knew he had a little bit of a kind of a, a sort of like slightly dodgy injury history um, before he signed, um, and then obviously it's unfortunate that really he's not featured as much as we'd like him to, just because of, of his, his injuries. And I think that. Um, you know, hopefully, um, you know, he, he seems to have come through uns- unscathed against against Oldham and, and, you know, hopefully that will be the case in the fitness and that's improved will, will help him get on the pitch more. And, you know, as you said, Matt, you know, at this level, when, when it's, once he is fit and he's got a bit of confidence and he's, you know, he's firing, he's, you know, he, he's a, a real a real asset to to kind of a, a team like ours. And he kind of brings that quality that we, we sort of like sorely lack in the, in the final third. So, you know, it, it is really important that, you know, he's, he's kept fit and he's he's kind of looked after and, he, and he's available to play and, and, and start as many games as we can get into because, the, you know, the car- calibre of, you know, of him is it's in some question really so um i think it's really really important and again i'd like to think that that is something we will see moving forward now and i you know where is um, where's hallam you know is the new kind of training regime helping him at all because he's, he's a, you know a perennial um 
twisted sock, isn't he? You know, he, he's he's never fit. Um, he, he was on the bench, I think, yesterday, wasn't he? He was, day. yeah, yeah, he was. So, you know, that, that suggests that he's fit. And, you know, again, he's he's got a bit of quality and it's really unfortunate that he's never, you know, despite the fact we gave him a new year, t- two-year contract, he's never, ever, ever fit, is he really? Um, despite the fact that he does seem to have, you know, something about him when he comes on and when he, he is fit for the, like, you know, 20 minutes a season, we do see, like, kind of flashes of, um, you know, something there, but it's kind of buried under the injury problems. And, you know, hopefully that, you know, um, Hill will be able to kind of, you know, um, help with that really. And I think that, you know, again, I'm, I'm just kind of thinking about what he said, you know, to Humberside and, and one of his, another one of his earlier um, press conferences when he was just saying, you know, um, I can't remember who was interviewing, but he said, you've got a few injuries at the moment, um, you know, and you've taken a few more knocks in this game. And he said, yeah, I expect that. And there will be a lot more injuries come, believe me, because the way I train them, you know, um, and once you kind of get over that kind of level and, and you're used to the kind of intensity, the training, the required fitness under a manager who, who clearly knows what he's doing, um, you know, um, hopefully there will be some consistency in the fitness in these players and, and some consistency in their performances and, and the fact that they will be playing a lot more regularly without dropping out with a twisted sock or, you know, a dead leg or all those you know magical kind of injuries that we seem to attribute to players who have got dog shit fitness records and hopefully that will now start to dwindle because we've got you know a manager who clearly takes um you know the fitness fitness of his players and and, and the kind of the way that they train incredibly seriously yeah i'd agree with that i think um if we can keep him fit then then he is a massive asset as i said earlier i think um this game being called off in midweek that that should help him, um, but I did think when he came back against Hartlepool, he, he did look quite sharp, um, and you know he'd been on on the sidelines for a while, um, so to come back and, and look sharp and you know try and make things happen in that game, I thought that was a, a massive plus, um, and obviously to get through and, and play really well, um, definitely his best performance this season, I would say, um, at Oldham. Then you know I think it's. It's definitely uh, promising, but I think, yeah, I think it's it's going to be obviously a tough period coming up. Quite a few games coming up, um, all been well. Um, if you can get through those, I think he's he's going to be key because um, if you look at Hill, sort of when he was at Rochdale, he always had that sort of a experienced attacker, if you like, just to just to link things up, just a bit of nous really. And I think he does offer that, but he also offers um, you know quite a lot of quality. But I think he can be that link man. Um, whether we play, I don't know, the, the two up there. I mean, is it, is it a two? I know he kind of drifts in and out behind. And obviously you've got um, Miles that, that's doing that as well at the moment. I think it's it's quite fluid in that sort of um, formation. Um, like it can be quite fluid. And I think he kind of complements that quite well. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting because it's who knows what's going to happen in January. Um yeah, he's, there's quite a few um, key decisions, really. But I think if we can keep him fit and, and get him firing, then, you know, you'd like to think he'll weigh in with a few goals as well. You know, he could have had a couple at the, uh, the weekend. Um, and, you know, if he does that, then I think he, he might yet turn out to be a decent signing. Because obviously we were maybe questioning it a little bit. Because obviously come from York, not played much football um, anyway, really, had he um, at a decent level. Uh, or sort of this level um, for a while. So there was definitely question marks over whether he could kind of um, get get back to kind of his, his best. Um, but I think he's certainly doing that. And, and hopefully if he can keep fit, yeah, I think we've, we've got a really good player between now and the end of the season. Right, let's turn to a few of the questions then. Um, we'll not spend too long on this one because obviously we talked about it a little bit earlier in the episode. Um, but obviously a lot of people are interested in Loft in January, isn't it? Um, 
the question here, should we sell Loft in January to make some money on him and invest in a new striker that fits Hill's style? It, it's difficult, isn't it? Because like you say earlier on, there's, you know, we don't really know which way it's going to go. But, you know, if, if teams are interested, would you cash in on Loft or would you try and keep him? I think it's a good question, actually, because <clears throat> the, kind of the, the important element there is, does, you know, does the, will the other striker fit Hill's style? And I actually think that um, Loft does fit his style. And I think that, um, you know, it, Personally, if we can keep him, I think we should definitely keep him. You know, he's out of contract in the summer. You know, his form over the past two seasons, despite the fact that we know he can do it, it's not been consistent enough, you know, to kind of, you know, um, kind of, you know, kind of bring in a decent amount of money. I'm sure, you know, if somebody came in, I don't know what they'd offer, you know, what's the going rate for a, a striker with a, a decent record, but not an amazing record at least two, who's, who's, who's kind of contract expires, you know, what we might get like 40, 50 K, I don't know, I'm speculating, but, you know, surely, you know, if, if, if we can keep him on and he agrees to stay on till the end of the season and then he can do whatever he likes, you know, um, but he, he, he gets us kind of, you know, maybe five to 10 goals, you know, um, you know, surely that's worth more than, than the nominal kind of fee we'd get for him. Um, if we sold him to a sort of like a, a, a maybe a higher league, league two club or a, a kind of lower league one club works, I'm sure he could do a job. I think that, you know, really the, the kind of potential for goals, um, you know, and even his link play, which is, is really good at times, is, is more important than a little bit of cash, to be honest, because like, you know, uh, as you said earlier, Matt, I think that, you know, kind of Loft, when he was in form last season, it probably kept us up those kind of four or five games. Um, so again, if he can do it again this season, then, you know, that's worth more than his transfer fee, to be quite honest. Yeah, I mean, I did see an interview, and it wasn't wasn't an interview with with any like the Humberside. I think it was maybe the Oldham um, press, and you know, I think he Hill did say that he just needs to get that consistency. I think he acknowledges he's a good player, or he, he can be a good player. But if he, you know, if he's gonna do well and, and play at a higher level, he does need to bring that consistency to his game. And um, I do think, you know, it was a. It was a great half, wasn't it? I mean, you couldn't have asked any more from him when he came on at half time. Um, obviously, got got the goal, got the assist. You know, played played really well. Um, can he do that on a on a regular basis? Well, you know, if he can, then he's going to fit into the hills hills team, isn't he? I mean, a goal scorer. If he, if he's going to score goals, you know, any manager wants a goal scorer. So I don't think it's about style of play. Um, I think he does fit the style of play. If he's going to score the goals and get on the end of some of this foot, decent football and, and put the ball in the net, then um, you know he is going to fit Hill's style of play. And, and um, yeah, I, I think that's that's a given. But I, I do think he has got to get that consistency. Um, and I do think there's other factors that come into it. As you say, um, I can't see us getting a lot of money for him in January. Um, and you look at it, I mean, the, the key question is, could we replace him or, you know, get someone better with the money we'd, we'd get in? Uh, and I'm not sure whether we could at the moment. Um, and again, I think a lot comes down to the player as well, um, because I'm sure Hill wouldn't want to keep a player that, that didn't want to be here. So, you know, if he does want to be here, if if Hill sees him as a key part of the side, um, I think it'd be a no-brainer to keep him. Um as long as you know he continues the form, and <laughs> I mean it's a very difficult. Um, you know, we, we don't know whether we, he can keep it up or not. But if he does, and you know he puts in some more performances like that, then I think he's going to be invaluable between now and the end of the season. Um, and then you know if he if he leaves, then then so be it. But we may have we may have stayed up if he scores the goals. So um, yeah, who knows? I mean, it's a very interesting one, and I'm not sure what the what the real answer is to be honest, but reading between the lines of that interview, I think Hill's happy with him and 
Um, I think, you know, if he's scoring goals, then yeah, you'd want him to stay, really. Uh, let's just do this one from Ryan Middleton then. I quite like this one. Uh, what do you think is the biggest thing that Keith Hill has brought to the club since his arrival? For me, it has to be fitness levels. We look so unfit under, uh, every week under Cox. Uh, I'd certainly we've mentioned fitness, haven't we, an awful lot. I think uh, another one is that mentality that we mentioned earlier. I think not just amongst the team, but amongst the, the fans as well. I mean, it's really sort of a, a shift in attitude. And I think considering that, what, this December, if we, we hadn't had a home game, have we, with it being called off? You know, I think it's it's quite an achievement that most, that, you know, the majority of the fans are sort of feeling this positive about it when we haven't really seen the team at home. Yeah, I think it's, it's a good question, actually. And and, and it's, it's difficult to pick out kind of one attribute, really. And I think that there's several, isn't there, we've kind of spoken about. And I think one of the kind of really interesting ones is just kind of, he seems to be incredibly streetwise. And I think that he's kind of passing that on to the players um, you know, and, and I think that, you know, that's kind of what you would expect from a very experienced kind of League Two, you know, football manager. You'd expect him to know how to, you know, grind out results in, in this league, you know, um, how, how his players should be performing on the pitch, you know, um, you know, kind of cutting out the nonsense, cutting out the mistakes, you know, nobody's really getting the wool pulled over their eyes and things like that. And it's just about being really, really streetwise. And I think that he's kind of brought that um, on really, really well. And, and obviously the fitness is, is a key element to it, you know, um, as was said in the question, and I think that you know it's that it's that experience in that kind of streetwise, and it's in that bit that bit of now really, you know, to knowing what we're supposed to be doing. The players really they're taking the instructions on board, you know, despite the fact that obviously there's been formation changes, there's been a lot of personnel changes too, to kind of injury and and kind of ill fitness, if you like. Um, since Hill's come in, but I think that most of the players for the for the vast majority, they've played in positions they might not have been comfortable with. They've taken uh, kind of um, advice and instructions on from, from the new manager. Um, at, the, at the end of the day is towards the goal of getting the points and building the team kind of team spirit and the teamwork and making us like, you know, perform as a unit, something that we've not done for, for a really, really long time. Um, you know, so I think that those kind of sum up why I'm really impressed. But I just think, you know, as you said, we know the home game recently, Brad, and I think that, you know, the, the, the turnaround in, in kind of fortunes, it's the very, very, very steady turnaround, um, which is indicative of how far away we were from the kind of pack in the league and how bad our fitness was and how useless our tactics were and, you know, all these kind of things. And it takes a long time, even under some of these experience and, and, and kind of well-versed in, in lower league football as, as kind of Hill is. It's taken kind of a, a decent amount of time and there wasn't that immediate immediate kind of, you know, new manager bounce, which which does or doesn't happen, you know, um, in league football. Um where somebody comes in and, you know, we just get two or three wins. It, 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 this level and, and kind of level players we've got and the level of performance that we were kind of used to on, on a kind of weekly basis um, before Keith came in. Um, I think that it just shows that kind of there's the steady building of of kind of the, the you know, the messaging, like kind of the, the culture's changed. And, um, you know, it's, it is, you know, as I said on Twitter, it's, it's, it's been remarkable, to be quite honest. So, you know, full credit to the manager and, and, and full credit to the to the chairman for bringing the right man in. Yeah, I'd agree with all that. And and just, I think it was really important to get the win because obviously we can see there's been massive improvements and, and I'm sure the players, you know, can as well. There's definitely been improvements in the fitness. Um, you know, we look hard to beat. We're not conceding as many goals. Um, and, and, you know, we're creating a bit more. We're looking a bit more organised. So I think there's definitely been massive improvements across the board. But I think it would be if that win didn't come and obviously what was it maybe seven seven games in all competition something like that eight games in without that win um 
you know, all that hard work that they're doing off the pitch, I think it would have been easy for the players to maybe be, be a little bit disheartened, you know, we're putting all this effort in, but it, the results aren't quite coming. Um, so I think it, it's important to get that win. And obviously now we've got it, you know, I'm, I'm sure Hill will be asking them to, to kick on even further and, and get that next one. Because, you know, I think, as as Matt said, I think there the definitely was sort of a losing mentality. And I think he slowly stopped that. You know, we, we're not losing games, we weren't losing games. Um, which was which was a big thing really because you know we got in that massive run of, of really losing most games, um, so that was kind of stopped and then you know we we built on that and we, we picked up the three points, um, and it's been deserved and I think it's 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 well deserved for everyone really I think you know the, the players have bought into everything Hill said um, I think it's quite easy listening to players that have played under him I think Chris Dagnall was on um, Humberside obviously was with was with him at Rochdale. Um, when he first came in and said, you know, you'd either, you'll either sort of love him or hate him and you'll buy into it or you won't. And if you don't, then they'll get rid of you sort of thing. Um, but I think on the whole, um, from what we can kind of see and, and what we've what we've heard from players, I think they're, they're all really buying into it. Um, I think they had to. Um, I think they definitely had to. They definitely needed to be a change in approach because what we've been doing for the last two years, three years, just wasn't working. Um, and... You know, I think he's he's slowly but surely turned it around, and I think as as Matt said, it is remarkable really um, what he's done in in a relatively short space of time. Because I know he he talks about you know he, we've got to be outside that bottom two or whatever at the last game of the season, um, but he's slowly been chipping away at, at the the points, and and we're slowly getting closer to maybe two, three, four other teams now. So um, you know, it's yeah, it's it's a massive improvement, and I think. You know, everyone deserves a lot of credit. Players, Hill, you know, and, and as you say, Matt, I think Swan, you know, he's, he's made the right decision. Um, he's got someone in who who knows the division um, and, you know, he, he seems to be working. Um, obviously, we've got to be a little bit cautious because, you know, we, we've kind of had last season when we thought we may be turning a little bit of a corner and, and we went on that long run of, of kind of defeats towards the end of the season. But I don't think that will happen this time. I think we're... Um, we seem to be moving in the right direction. It seems to be, you know, consistent. We, we're getting there consistently. The performances are consistently better and uh, consistently improving. So, um, yeah, hopefully. Well, I, I don't think Hill will let it drop off, um, put it that way. And I think he'll, he'll keep up them. And hopefully with a bit more, um, I don't know if you can say investment, but I think, um, maybe a bit of sort of clever balancing in, in January. What can we do? Who can we get out? Who can we get in? Um, and a little bit of support and, and maybe a few players through the door. Um, you know, I, I think, as I said last time, um, I've got every confidence that it can keep us up. And I did say that last time, and I think there were a few people at that time, what was it, two weeks ago, we, we, we were last on, Um there were quite a few people looking at the table thinking, yeah, I just can't see how we get out of it. Um, but you're looking at the table now after the Boxing Day game and it looks a lot better. And I think not just that we're out the the bottom uh, two, but, you know, we, we're kind of closing the gap on a couple of teams above. Um, and, you know, I think we, we can start looking at the table a little bit cautiously because I think, um, you know, we've got some tough games coming up and, you know, if we lose that Carlisle game, then, you know, m- maybe things don't quite look as, as, as good as they do now. And I'm not saying they look great now, but they're, they're certainly a massive improvement. Um, so, yeah, I think I think we can look 
forward to January really and, and hopefully he can just get a little bit of sort of um, help uh, in, in the transfer window just to kind of strengthen us a little bit and I think if we do that I think we will be alright um, and uh, yeah I've got every every confidence that he can keep us up. I think just one more to round off. We've had quite a lot of questions in. We've covered a lot of it during the, the sort of bulk of the episode, but I think this is quite a nice one to end on. Uh, it's from Lee and he's put, seeing how Hill has changed most of our opinions on Hippolyte, what ex-player could we have got the best out of with a different manager? He's listed uh, KVV and Joey Dawson, obviously came on for Celtic, didn't he, the other day uh, under Keith Hill. So let's stick with Hill. Uh, other players you'd have liked to have seen? I think for me, I'd, I'd be quite interested to see what he could have done with Carajan. I think that could have been quite interesting. I think he would fit that sort of style. Um, obviously he's pulled out Kev there hasn't he Matt um, any others that you can think of well, funny you should say that because he's still without a club isn't he old Gem Gem um, so that'll be a hell of a signing I don't, I don't, I think, don't think that's I likely can't see it happening, no. <laughs> I can't see it happening no, no absolutely not um, it's quite difficult isn't it because we've kind of had a lot of players who have come in with kind of uh, um, you know sort of like a really good reputation and, and they've just for, for, for one reason or another um, just really not kind of not really, um, really done it or really performed with how we expected to. Like, not really come to mind. It maybe I was quite interested to see what maybe we'll be able to um, do with Colclough, really, who obviously came in and it never really happened for him by, um, you know, any number of reasons, really. Um, but you know, I don't know maybe under has I think you know, he he may have been all right, um, because obviously he came in with a really, really good reputation and and his career has just kind of spiralled into the toilet hasn't it really so um, you know that's the only one that really kind of comes to mind um, well, to may- maybe one you mentioned earlier on in the episode actually I mean, if we can keep him fit I'd be quite interested to see what he can do with Hallam yeah it will be interesting but again you know if 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 Hill can't keep him fit then I don't know who the hell can you know to be honest um, bless him but you know again you know he's, he's another one of those players that's kind of um, you know quite tricky he's, he's a full player he breaks the lines up and you know another one you kind of like to have in the squad um, and that obviously we do for the next two seasons um, so it'll be it, you know it'll be interesting to see if he can get him back to fitness and I think you know if he can um, you know be, um, and another kind of little mini miracle to be quite honest <laughs> Right, I think let's uh, end it there then, shall we? So, as I said earlier on, no Northampton games. So, the next one at the minute is Carlisle. So, providing that is on, we'll do a podcast after that. Uh, hopefully, as well, the next couple of days, we should have quite a good in conversation coming up. So, that'll be interesting to keep an eye on. Uh, thank you for listening to this. We'll see you on the next one. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 